Today on Bold Steps Weekend, Mark Job talks about the ultimate healing power and presence of Emmanuel, God with us. This incredible God is available to everyone that is willing simply to call out to God in faith and say, Emmanuel, come and be with me. Merry Christmas and welcome to Bold Steps Weekend with Mark Job. Mark is president of Moody Bible Institute and the senior pastor of New Life Community Church in Chicago. And I'm Wayne Shepherd. I can't think of a better way to spend some time today considering that God became flesh and dwelt among us. And not that he just came as a baby and lived 2,000 years ago, but he continues to be with us today. He is Emmanuel. Today, the great news and hope in the fact that we have a God and Savior that is accessible and available 24-7 no matter where we find ourselves in life. No one is beyond God's reach. Now, this is part two of a message based in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. If you missed the first half of this message, you'll find it online at boldstepsweekend.org. Right now, here's Mark Job on this Christmas edition of Bold Steps Weekend. When Jesus turned 30, his time had come. The Bible tells us he went to his relative, John the Baptizer, And when he got ready to be baptized, when John the baptizer saw him, he said, I'm not even worthy to baptize you. You should baptize me. He baptized him anyways, and a sign from heaven descended upon Jesus. Why? God with us. The first time Jesus got up to speak in the synagogue in a public meeting place, as he opened the word, there was a demonized person that had been coming to those services year after year, day after day, yet seemed to be not affected by those religious services. But when God was there, Emmanuel, God with us, the presence of God made a difference. And suddenly as Jesus got up to speak, this demonized individual was aware that this was different, that God was here and began to shriek and squeal and say, what have I to do with you, son of God? The mute would be brought to Jesus and he would restore their speech. The blind would be brought to him and he would touch his eyes and they would see. The leopard would come And Jesus would speak into them, and they would receive their healing. The poor would hear the good news. The oppressed would be liberated. The religious people would become, the pharisaical, proud religious people would become angry. And suddenly, like never before, in three years on earth, there was a sense of, of the presence of God. You ask yourself, what would God look like? How would God act? What would he do? Jesus, the manifestation of his glory. God with us. Emmanuel. Rumor has it that he raised the dead. Lazarus, come forth. And then the Bible tells how he was unjustly convicted by a mock Roman trial, how he was brutally crucified and beat, and how he was put in a borrowed grave. 
It seems like Emmanuel, God with us, who said, I will never leave you nor forsake me, you had finally finished. He was gone, dead, his disciples scattered. And then finally on the third day, Jesus rose again, not as a ghost or spirit, but a tangible, physical individual who the disciples ate with, talked with, touched, hugged. God with us, Emmanuel. And for 40 days he spent with his disciples and he spoke to them and he conveyed to them news of the kingdom. And then on the 40th day, the Bible says that he ascended up into heaven and his disciples once again felt abandoned that this God with this Emmanuel who said, I would never leave you nor forsake you, had finally left. 120 of them gathered in an upper room. It was during the Feast of Pentecost. And as they gathered together in their upper room to pray, there was something unusual that happened. There was a sound, no, a roar. It sounded like a hurricane. And then suddenly, upon 120 individuals, something descended upon them, and they would be forever changed as they were full of the Holy Spirit of God. The Spirit of God, Emmanuel, God with us. And from that day on, the Holy Spirit, the presence, the Spirit of God has descended and become available to everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. God with us. So that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no matter where you're at, the presence of God, Emmanuel, God with us, is with you, available to you. Now, there are some people today who wonder about the presence of God. God with us. And I want to remind you this morning that Emmanuel is still the name of Jesus. That he is still present and powerful here. You see that mother sitting in an ICU unit, wondering whether her little child will make it or not, must remember the words, Emmanuel, because God is still there, right there in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the trial. God is there. That woman who cries herself to sleep at night and her pillows are wet with the tears that she's wept over her marriage and this dysfunctional marriage and the loneliness and the verbal abuse of her husband who's distanced himself and she's wondering where it's going to end and no one quite knows her pain and she wonders how she ever got in this mess and how they were able to go down this road and she wonders how in the world this deep pain that she feels, how she's ever going to overcome it. The words that come are Emmanuel, God with us. You see, God is there during that pain. God has never left, never forsaken. God has been there. God with us. That young 16-year-old girl who is questioning her identity and her worth and her value, and she has emotions inside of her that she can't quite explain, explain, but she sees the world pretty darkly and pretty gloomy. In fact, the pain inside of her is so heavy, so hard, so deep, 
that in private alone in her own room, she takes out a blade and she cuts her wrist and inflicts pain on herself so that the pain of her inside will be matched by the pain of her outside. And she wonders, who am I? Do I have value? Is there really any sense to life? And I say, Emmanuel, God with us. You see, he's there. That man who, in the privacy of his room in that rented apartment, throws the bottle of liquor to the side and scrambles through the drawer to find that revolver and puts two bullets in there. He's unshaven, full of regrets, holds the revolver in his hand and just thinks, you know, life is not worth living. No one would ever miss me. I've made such a mess of things. It would be better just to end it all. And as he thinks of putting that revolver to his head, the words that echo through the spiritual realm that give hope, that give meaning, that give life, are the words Emmanuel, God with us. You see, I want you to know this morning that no matter what your situation may be, no matter uh, what you have been through, no matter what you're currently going through, Scripture is very clear and powerful that the incredible presence of God Almighty, this presence that brings healing and wholeness and deliverance and forgiveness, this presence of God that has been manifest, this incredible God is available to everyone that is willing simply to call out to God in faith and say, Emmanuel, come and be with me. You see, I believe that that presence is here this morning in the presence of Jesus. Because the Bible says that where two or three people gather together in the name of Jesus, He is there in the midst of them. And I believe that right here in this meeting place, in this gathering, the presence of Almighty God, the Spirit of Almighty God that can change lives, turn around destinies that can wash and clean that can turn lives around from the inside out that Jesus is present in this place the resurrected Jesus Emmanuel God with us think about that the God of the universe is present with each person who calls out to him you're listening to Bold Steps Weekend with our teacher, Mark Job, and we'd like to say a special greeting to all who are new to our program and may be hearing us for the first time this Christmas. Mark will be back in just a moment with the conclusion of the message, but first, Mark, this note came in via email I wanted to read to you, if I may. My name is Tara. I've been listening to Moody Radio since I was a young child. I am a believer in Christ, though I've come to a point in my life where I've been confused in my Christian belief. But thank you to WCRF, our station in Cleveland, for broadcasting Bold Steps. Mark is very practical and solid in his teaching and still lets you know that even the lowest of people still have a chance with Christ. Tara, that's beautiful. And you're right, Tara. I want you to know that 
the enemy comes in and makes us feel like we're nothing. He beats up our dignity. He fills us with shame and guilt and despondency. I love the fact that Jesus uh, appeared to the shepherds who were despised by a by a lot of people. He had humble beginnings. He was a man that was not afraid to touch the prostitute, uh, the sick, the diseased. And um, I think Jesus still does that today. You know, he takes our lives. He take me, wash me, cleanse me. Um, and I've ministered for years and years in some of very tough neighborhoods in Chicago. And I just love the beauty of what Jesus does when a life fills them with his Holy Spirit and gives them a new sense to walk, how to walk worthy with dignity and a sense of purpose. So Tara, you are one of those people. Thank you for your email. And I think there may be other Tara's out there listening as well. So thanks for that encouragement, Mark. And if you'd like to respond to us, thank you, first of all, for listening on this Christmas weekend. We'd love to hear from you. You can reach out through our website, boldstepsweekend.org. Now back to our message titled, Emmanuel, God with us on Bold Steps Weekend. You see that 45-year-old man that's lived life, had experiences, tasted a lot of things that he thought would bring satisfaction in his younger days. Now maybe has come to a place like this, dragged here on a Sunday morning by some overzealous neighbor. Feeling inside, there's a stain and a dirt about my heart and soul that I can't quite clean. There's something about me that I want to make right with God, but I'm not sure exactly how to make it right. Maybe he's given to charity, tried to do good works, and put some extra dollars in the Salvation Army can, maybe to try to feel a little better, but although he's done those kind of good things to make up for the bad, there's this still deep sense inside that I'm not quite right before God, not quite clean before God, a distance between him and God. Oh, a knowledge that God is there, but, but a sense that if I were to die today and stand before God Almighty, I shudder at the thought of wondering, what would I say? Am I really right before God? My friend, that feeling, that sense is what the Bible calls sin. And no matter what you do to try to clean yourself up and no matter how many good works you do and no matter what you do to make it right or how many church services you attend and how many Bible verses you memorize and how many prayers you recite at night and how many good deeds you do or how many penances you may get involved with, none of that can really satisfy your relationship with God Almighty because it doesn't come through your own self-effort and straining really the only way not option A, B and C but the only way to be made right with God is when you come to the point in your life where you realize I cannot cleanse myself and make up for what I've done and change myself I need Emmanuel, to come 
to change me, cleanse me, wash me, live with me. And you say, well, pastor, I want that. I want to change, but here's my fear. My fear is what if I try and fail? Oh, you will. Oh, you will. You see, Christianity is not a self-improvement program. It's not a self-help program. Christianity is not giving you the tools to improve yourself. Christianity is when you reach the end of your rope and realize, I cannot change myself. It is Emmanuel, God with me, that changes me from the inside out. You see, it's that act of faith that I've reached the end of my rope and I cannot change. And so I come to God and I say, God, you change me because I cannot. I yield my will to you. I bow my knee and confess my weakness and my inability. I raise my hand and surrender to your presence and say, Emmanuel, God, come touch me and change me because I cannot transform myself. The Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. That is the powerful work of God. And God says, In the book of Acts, it says that we live in a day and generation who all who call upon the name of the Lord can be saved. We live in a time and place. We live in a season. We live in an age in which those whose hearts are driven to God can wherever they're at, whether they're on a bar on 18th Street or in a cathedral downtown, they can pause where they are and raise their eyes to heaven and in faith say, God, I cannot change myself. God, I need you. God, I bow my knee. I repent. I say, come, Lord, because I have had enough. Transform me, Lord. I accept what you can do. And at that moment, moment at that instant, those that call upon the name of the Lord in faith can and will be transformed. Emmanuel, God with us. You see, when I first started pastoring, I I used to get overwhelmed when I met people whose lives were really, really messed up. And I would say, oh, wow, this is like a hard case. (laughs) Lord, you're going to, I don't know, you're going to have a tough time with this one. (laughs) And I used to doubt. I used to say, oh boy. But you know what's happened over the years? I've been around Emmanuel in the touch of God. I've seen stories that seemed impossible. I've seen the hand of God work in such incredible ways that now, hey, bring it on. Now I understand and know there's not a life that's beyond God's power to change. Now I know that there's no hopeless case. Now I know that there's no life that God still doesn't have a plan or a work for. You see, now I know that in faith. You now I understand it. 
And now I can pray with people with a smile on my face. Where others have said, oh no, you, you just don't know this person, Pastor. If you knew, you wouldn't be smiling. <laughs> you see, now I know the power of God. Now I have sensed and touched and felt the transforming power of God in my life. In the life of people around. I know Emmanuel. I know him. And that's why I pastor. Not because I think we have a method that can change lives. Not because I think we have a program that can improve people. I pastor because of the presence of God. I pastor because I know the spirit of Almighty God. I pastor because I believe that God can change any life transform any relationship, cleanse any heart, take the hardest of the hard and transform him by his miraculous presence. And what I most desire, the older I get, what I most desire is the sweet and powerful presence of God Almighty to reign in my life and this ministry and this church. You see, what I know, if God is present, when God is present, Everything that we need is in His presence. You see, Jesus said, faith like a child. You see, the kingdom of God is not for the wise and complicated and the noble of this world. The kingdom of God is for those that with simplicity of faith are willing to believe what God has. For God has not chosen the mighty things of the world or the wise things of the world. God has chosen the foolish things of the world to, despise, to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to show up those things that are mighty, that no flesh should glory in His presence. So I want to say this. You say, Pastor, I don't know a lot about theology and I don't know a lot of verses, and you don't have to. But let me ask you this. Do you know that God is present? Hebrews tells us that faith, we must believe that God is and that He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. And so as we close our time together, what I'm simply asking you to do is to acknowledge, God, you are here, and I need you in my life. And at this moment of worship, I reach out to you, and I acknowledge my need and invite you to invade those areas of my life where I really, really have a need of you. Yeah, that's so powerful. Emmanuel, God with us. And maybe you're listening to my voice right now, and you say, Pastor Mark, I, I just feel God is a thousand miles away, and I long to have that relationship with God that I don't have. Or maybe I was walking with God at one time, but I've slipped away and fallen, and I don't sense that closeness there. I believe there's, there's a vacuum in everyone's heart that draws us to God. And if you have been sensing that pull of the Holy Spirit, I don't have to convince you. I don't have to try to twist your arm. You already know this is what I need to do. I'd like for to lead us in a word of prayer right now. If you are a person that feels like I'm really far from God right now because I think it starts with prayer and surrender. Father, I pray even right now for that person that feels so distant right now. I pray, God, you, you see their heart. They're struggling to formulate a prayer, but 
what they're saying deep inside of their heart is, God, I don't want to live away from you. And so, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name, would you draw them to yourself through repentance, through faith? Would you give them the power, the courageous power to be able to take a step towards you today of saying, I need you, Lord, and whatever it takes, I will take whatever step of obedience it takes to draw near to you. And so I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mark. And we would love to hear from listeners who've made that decision today. You can reach us through our website, boldstepsweekend.org. And while you're online, make sure to check out our latest Bold Action Gift. Here's Mark one more time to tell us a bit more about it. Sometimes we're so weighed down by the darkness of this world, we have trouble seeing the light. But God's goodness is still here. We have the choice to embrace His goodness every day. And it doesn't take a new worldview or a new neighborhood to see it. It just takes discernment. Now, true biblical discernment isn't found in some list of do's or don'ts. It can't be earned with a degree or downloaded through an app. Real discernment is developed by pursuing the things of God, things that are just, pure, good, and holy. And so to help you peer through the brokenness and discover the goodness that God is calling us to, let us send you a book called All That's Good, Recovering the Lost Art of Discernment. Don't stay embittered by the snares of the enemy. Learn how to break the bondage and reclaim all that God desires for you by requesting this bold action gift today. We'll send you a copy right to your door when you give a gift of any amount to support this ministry. You can give that gift online at boldstepsweekend.org or if it's easier, just call us at 866-535-5580. Well, that's all the time we have. So thanks for joining us. Be sure to tune in again next weekend as we celebrate a new year together. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time on Bold Steps Weekend. Bold Steps Weekend is a production of Moody Radio, a ministry of Moody Bible Institute. Moody Bible Institute.